Welcome to another inspirational message from Elam Church, Christchurch City. For more information and great content, jump over to our website at elamchurchchristchurchcity.org. We hope you enjoy this message. Good morning, church. (laughs) So great to be with you here this morning. Um, Welcome to those who are joining us online as well. Um, I just want to do a big shout out to Pastors um, Edgar and Beth in the Philippines and also the um, Esther woman over there who faithfully tune in and watch and join us um, every single week. So hi everyone there. Well, this morning I have titled my message, Three Things God Sees in Us. Three Things God Sees in Us. Our God is a God who sees everything. He's all-knowing. He's ever-present. He's the ever-present God who sees our struggles. He sees our challenges and He sees our victories. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you and He will never forsake you. Let me pray. Father, I thank You that we are here in this place, Lord God, because of You. And I just pray, Father, that we would open our hearts and our ears and um, receive from You this morning. Just pray for a real fresh revelation of Your Holy Spirit and Your unconditional love. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Now, I can only speak, oh, thank you. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Now, I can only speak from my own experiences, but I think um, in motherhood, sometimes I felt like I was invisible. Now, sometimes my days were made up of a whole series of um, tasks, never-ending tasks that only I ever saw, and especially when my kids were really, really young. Who remembers when their kids were really young? Yeah, I bet some of you are probably in that stage right now with young kids. And um, sometimes I had days when it was impossible to get anything done around the house. And sometimes my greatest achievement for that day was the fact that I changed my girls' nappies and I fed them and they were alive. Yep, a huge success. And then, I mean, this probably, this didn't happen to me, but you know, your hubby comes home from his long, hard, hard day of sitting in the office, speaking all day long with other adults, and you feel sorry for them. (laughs) And you know, you're drinking lots and lots of coffee, (laughs) and you know, um, they've arrived and they're looking around and there's no dinner and the dishes are all piled in the sink, and the laundry is still in the same place it was when he left in the morning. And I don't know about you, but has that question ever been asked? What have you been doing all day? I want to see a show of hands of any brave people that ever dared ask that question. What have you been doing all day? Yeah, I didn't think so. And I have to say, that, hasn't, that didn't happen to me. But you know what? If it ever did, they would be 
the new piece of artwork on my living room wall. <laughs> but you know, God, um, he doesn't just see us when we are in those, having those amazing, incredible high moments. He also sees us when we feel like we're not achieving. My first point this morning is that God sees what you're going through. God sees what you're going through. Psalm 139, verses 1 to 6 says, You have searched me, O Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Now that passage is such a great reminder of how God knows us so much better than we know ourselves. What we do in the unseen will cause great change to the world which everyone else sees. Behind closed doors, when no one else is looking, more often than not, we find ourselves either on our knees or on our faces, praying those prayers where the tears start flowing from our eyes even before we've uttered our first word. It's in the unseen where God sees your battle against your addiction or where God sees the mum who hasn't slept since the arrival of her newborn. It's behind closed doors where God sees you trying to save your marriage or where God sees your struggling child at school. It's the unseen where you receive a frightening medical report or where God sees you take another job just to make ends meet. God sees everything that we are going through. He may not be able to take any of the struggle away from us, but be assured he's walking with us every single step of the way. God hears you. He hears every word you spit, the spoken and the unspoken. He sees your every tear. Nothing goes unnoticed to God. Every detail matters to him. In Hebrews 12, it says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. With whatever it is that you're currently going through, be encouraged. Jesus endured the cross for you and I. God sees us and he's with us. Trust the promises of, the, of God's word and declare them over our lives. His word says he will never leave us nor forsake us. He is the unseen God who sees what no one else sees. My second point this morning is that God sees your faith. God sees your faith. Um, from Mark 5, um, I'm just going to read from verse 24. A large crowd followed and pressed around him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. 
Immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once Jesus realized the power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you can ask who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Now in the story, we meet this unnamed woman who was invisible to society. The nature of her condition meant that she, wouldn't, that she would have been an outcast and she would have been lonely and now she was poor. What sets her apart was that it was her faith that brought her healing. She was convinced that Jesus could heal. She understood that Jesus had the power and the authority to heal. She didn't need to stop and talk to him and explain what was happening in his situation. All she had to do was touch his garment. The moment Jesus asked, who touched me? More than once, she realized she couldn't discreetly sneak away. By calling her out publicly in front of this crowd, she, no, she was no longer invisible. And Jesus did this so that she could be fully restored and accepted back into society as she had been healed. His words, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Jesus spoke those words as a father to a child, calming every fear that was within her. The woman's faith, however imperfect it was, was genuine. And I believe that that's how it is for us when we discover our faith. As a very shy 16-year-old who always flew under the radar, I knew that there was more to life than this daily routine of eating, sleeping, and going to school. And I was determined to find that missing thing in my life that eventually led me to Jesus. However uncultured and uneducated I was in finding my faith in Jesus, it was that genuine discovery of having a relationship with my heavenly Father that filled that emptiness that I once had. There was so much that I didn't understand about my faith at that time, but what I did know was that I mattered to God. The woman used her faith to encourage herself to step out and go after her healing. We're all called to activate and share our faith. Think about whether there's an area in your life where God is encouraging you to step out in faith. My third and final point is that God sees your potential. I'm just going to read from 1 Kings 17. Um, verse 7, sometime later the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. And then the word of the Lord came upon him, go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath where he came to a town gate. A widow was gathering sticks. He called her and asked, would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink? 
As she was going to get it, he called her and bring me, please, a piece of bread. As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son so that we may eat and die. Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first, make me a small loaf of bread for me, for what you have from what you have and bring it to me. And then make yourself something um, for you and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The jar of flour is not to be used up. The, the jar of flour will not be used up, and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. She went away and did as Elijah told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up, and the jug of oil did not run dry, in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. Now this was a story about a widow whose name is not even mentioned. No one would have noticed her. She had no one there to support her, especially during that time of famine. Now when no one else did, God saw her. And so God sent the prophet Elijah to this widow because she had decided that the end was near and she was simply going to stop. Elijah called her and asked her to bake a small cake of bread for him and then she could carry on doing what she was going to do. So it was in her obedience in baking that small cake of bread for Elijah that released the miracle over her life. Elijah called the potential that was within this widow and the act of her obedience released the miracle over her life. You know, many times leaders have prophesied and called the potential to preach, with it, to preach out of me, but I honestly didn't think that I had what it took. So I never activated it, and I never did anything about it and just let it lie. So today was just about taking that first step to release the potential within me. I know I have a long way to go, but, you know, it always just starts with that one small step. What potential is within you that God is calling out of you? We, we all need those Elijahs in our lives. So be encouraged when God sends you to be an Elijah to someone else. So my encouragement for us um, all is that, you know, God sees us with, through what we're going through. And God sees our faith, but he also sees our potential. So in this coming week, um, why don't you encourage someone in your workplace who you see has great potential that can be called out of them. Or step out and share your faith with someone that God's put on your heart. And in this coming week, let's all just activate um, what God has put within each one of us. Let me pray. Thank you, Lord, that you are a great God and that you know every single detail about us. And we thank you, Father, that even behind closed doors, you see the struggles, but you also know, Lord God, that you are with us every step of the way. 
I just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in and through every single person here. I pray your blessing upon each one. I just pray, Father, that you will just continue to speak into their lives and to keep showing them, Lord God, what it is that you're calling them to. So we just praise you, Lord, this morning, and we thank you, Father, that we can just worship you today together as your church family. Amen. another great message from Elam Church, Christchurch City. For more content and updates, come see us on our Facebook page or jump over to our website. Thanks so much for listening.